Blog Talk Radio. You ready? It's time to start. This should be played at high volume. This is the Andrea Shea Game Show. And I'm just a gal like any other gal. That's cool. You know what this is. What is this? The Andrea Shea King Show. It's me, don't you remember? We were just talking about you. Totally amazing. Thank you. The Andrea Shea King Show. I think you've got something there. Andrea Shea King. You're really going to like it. Quite understandable. Is on the air. Something's definitely going on here. Take my word for it. Now. Come on. It's showtime. Make it so. Ready, go. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the program on this Thursday, February 15th. I'm uh, happy you're here, and I'm happy to be here, and let's see what happens. Let's see if I get bumped off the show again. I've got my cell phone with me, just in case. So if all of a sudden we lose audio, don't panic. I'll have I'll be dialing up and coming in on the phone. Okay, all right, just like you are. We've got uh, folks who are joining us on the telephone lines right now. Is they're just kind of lining up. It's boop 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 boop. I see you popping in. Five one eight two six zero. What is it? Nine three seven five seven zero. If you want to join them and listen to the show and just like you know, don't deal with the BS of BTR. Um, you can just dial in six four six four seven eight four six zero four. Okay. All right. Um, and right now we've got absolutely nobody in the chat room. <laughs> Zippo. I don't know if that's going to change. I don't know if people are having a problem getting in. Whatever, whatever. We're just going to go with the flow. And I'm sure, judging by my numbers, uh, that people are listening to the podcast after the fact. By the way, if you're on a Mac and you have iTunes, you can download the podcast onto your iTunes. And that makes it a whole lot easier for you, too, because um, if you want to hear something over again, you can just use your little slider and slide back and forth, you know. Yeah, it's not like the blog talk radio slider. Oh, God, that thing is just a horror show, isn't it? It really is. All right. Well, before this show starts, I've got a lot to talk to you about. Man, I'll tell you what, Q is really kicking it. He's just putting stuff out there like crazy. We're going to talk about that tonight. But before we do, I wanted to mention to you that, um, you know, I've been kind of busy the last couple of days. Um, doctor's appointments, you know, getting everything done by the first of the year, first quarter, you know, the dentist and the eye doctor and all the other stuff. So I've been pretty busy and uh, helped out a friend yesterday who was in court and and just you know just out of the house um, out of pocket so to speak. But I but I um, and, and in fact yesterday I was it yesterday yeah yesterday afternoon um, when I got into the car um, and turned on the radio to listen to Sean Hannity's program. Um, he, he, all I could hear was police report, you know, police talk. And I was, well, what the heck is going on? Well, of course, what it was about was the, the, the shooting at a Florida high school. And I truly, I mean, I feel, I felt bad, you know, oh, it's, you know, it's like everybody does. Oh, it's too bad. It's really too bad. But I'll tell you something after reading Q's posts today, and then just before the show going over to the daily mail and reading about the, um, arraignment today. Uh, this is sad. This is this is beyond tragic. Not only 17 people that this kid killed, but himself as well. He's he might as well have killed himself. Uh, th- this kid has been mentally disturbed for a long time. I want to share with you what I read. Just just it, it, I'm glad I'm not his public defender, his court appointed public defender. I do not envy her. He's got two public defenders, a man and a woman. And this, is, this has got to be heartbreaking for them 
because I, I, I mean they know better than anybody else how tragic this is. Listen to this. I'm going to start with um, a cowering. Nicholas Cruz was comforted by his public defender as he was ordered held without bail during his first court appearance on Thursday in connection to the deadly shooting at Park at a Parkland, Florida high school on Wednesday that left 17 dead and 14 injured. The 19 year old wore an orange jumpsuit and shackles on his wrists and ankles as he was officially charged with 17 counts of premeditated murder. Now again, mind you, This kid has mental problems, severe. Okay, so put yourself in his place right now, just just for a few minutes. I know, I know, some of you are saying, put yourself in the place of the parents who lost the 17 kids. I understand. But just for this moment, put yourself in this kid's shoes, okay? He kept his eyes down and he didn't speak in court today other than to confirm his name with a polite yes, ma'am, to the judge. Standing next to him was his public defender, Melissa McNeil, who comforted him by putting a hand around his shoulder. After the hearing, Cruz's defense team revealed that he was on suicide watch and that he understood the magnitude of his actions. McNeil told reporters gathered outside the courtroom that her client was sad and remorseful. She said he's sad, he's mournful, he's remorseful, He's fully aware of what is going on, and he's just a broken human being. She became emotional while speaking to reporters, saying she's fully aware of the impact the shooting has had on the community as a parent herself. She said, I had to have the exact same conversation that every parent in Broward had to have with their children this morning, and then I had to walk and meet with him. I'm fully aware of the impact this has had on the people who live here. She's uh, worked in the homicide division of the Broward Public Defender's Office since uh, 2000. So she's 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 no newbie. She's been around for a while. And then of course they've got pictures of this kid in his orange jumpsuit, and he just looks like uh, I don't know, bewildered. I I can't even can't even imagine. So anyway, it goes on. And it says another member of the defense team, Gordon Weeks, was brought to tears as he addressed reporters, telling them that Cruz recognizes what he has done and is deeply sad. Weeks said he is dealing with the shock of all this that's going on. McNeil and Weeks said that Cruz suffers from autism, depression, and has dealt with significant psychological problems all without the sort of support system that most people have. McNeil said, when your brain is not fully developed, you don't know how to deal with these things. That's the child I'm sitting across from. The child is deeply troubled, and he has endured significant trauma that stems from the loss of his mother. Now, she calls him a child. He's 19. He's not a child, okay, but nevertheless, he has not reached the age of majority, which in Florida is 21. Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi has said that she is certain prosecutors will be seeking the death penalty for the teen shooter. Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel revealed on Thursday afternoon that Cruz had tried to mix in with a group of students fleeing the school before stopping at a fast food restaurant after the attack. The sheriff said Cruz headed to a Walmart and bought a drink at a Subway restaurant before walking into uh, walking to a McDonald's. 
Cruz was confronted by a police officer and taken into custody about 40 minutes after leaving the McDonald's. Cruz was initially taken to the hospital to be treated for labored breathing. He was soon released to the police, who spent most of the night questioning Cruz, trying to make sense of the horrific school shooting, now the third deadliest in American history. The fact that it was the 30th mass shooting so far this year has spurred activists to call on Congress, of course, again, to revamp the nation's gun control policies, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, details are starting to emerge about the shooter, who was recently orphaned, again, orphaned, he's 19. But if he's, if he's not mentally all there, maybe he's more childlike than his years would be like. He had stopped getting mental health treatment about a year ago and even had ties to a white supremacist group. And I'm going to, finish, I'm going to read the rest to you, but I just want to stop here and say this kid was looking for his tribe his home, his connections. This is, you know, we all have them. Oh, we all, I mean, we have our family. We have our friends. We have our coworkers. You know, we, 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 we connect with people. We have our tribe. That's what I call it. I call it having your tribe. And you know, when you're with a group of people that you don't fit in with, you know, they're not your tribe. They're not your tribe. And, I, and so what this is telling me is that this kid was, was looking for some place to belong. Okay, so let me continue. Students at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School painted the picture of a weird and disturbed teen who sold knives out of a lunchbox, bragged about killing animals, and was finally kicked out of school for fighting and carrying bullets in his backpack. An FBI official also said Thursday that they were warned not once but twice about the shooter. One of the warnings came in September from a bail bondsman in Mississippi who alerted the feds about an alarming online message Cruz wrote saying he was going to be a professional school shooter. Ben Benite says he alerted the FBI to a comment shared by Cruz on, on one of his YouTube videos back in September. He says the FBI was quick to respond to the concerning statement, arriving at his office the very next day to find out if he knew anything about the young man. He didn't hear from the FBI again until after the shooting on Wednesday. And keep this in mind. This is an important point, Okay. At a press conference Thursday morning, an FBI official said they followed up on the report, but they were unable to further identify the person who made the comment. Really? Facebook, come on. You and I, if we're on Facebook, we can find anybody we want. Just do a Google search. If you don't find them on Facebook, they couldn't. They were unable to further identify the person who made the comment. Okay, so keep that in mind. Broward County Mayor Beam Fur also revealed that Cruz had been getting treatment at a mental health clinic for a while, but hadn't been back to the clinic in more than a year. Fur told CNN, quote, it wasn't like there wasn't concern for him. We try to keep our eyes out on those kids who aren't connected. In this case, we didn't find a way to connect with this kid. 
Authorities offered no immediate details about Cruz or his possible motive, except to say that he had been kicked out of the high school, this Marjorie Stoneham Douglas High School, which has about 3,000 students. So now he's got, now he can't, he's not, I mean, he's being cut off from everything. Officials wouldn't say why exactly Cruz had been expelled, but fellow students said it was because he got into a fight with his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend and because he was caught with bullets in his backpack. It doesn't say anything about a gun. Bullets. You can't shoot bullets without a gun, right? So where's the gun? I don't know. But why has he got bullets in his backpack? I don't know. Authorities quickly started dissecting the shooter's social media accounts in a bid to piece together the motive. Oh, now they do it. Now they do it. (sighs) Sheriff Israel reported that some of the things the shooter had been posting was, quote, very disturbing. No shit. Excuse my Francoise. Francaise. In one Instagram post, Cruz posted a screen grab of Google search results for what does Allahu Akbar mean? Allahu Akbar means God is great in Arabic and is something Islamist terrorists often shout before attacks. He captioned the photo, quote, well, at least we know what it means when a sand durka, parentheses, a racial expletive for an Arab person, says Allahu Akbar. And then he put in a la- some laughing face emojis. Okay, that doesn't sound to me like he was an Islamist, despite what Pamela Geller is putting on her page. I, if you go along with this report, it doesn't sound like it. But anyway, let me keep going. ABC News reported Thursday that Cruz appeared to have ties to a white nationalist group called the Republic of Florida. A spokesman for the group confirmed Cruz was a member. And then they lay in pictures from his Facebook page and and with the Allahu Akbar and blah, 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 and all that. The group describes itself, this republic, whatever they call themselves for Florida, um, they they describe themselves as a white civil rights organization fighting for white identitarian politics and seeks to create a white ethnostate in Florida. The leader of the group, Jordan Jerob, told the Anti-Defamation League that Cruz was brought into the group by another member and had participated in training exercises with the group. Jerob said that Cruz was not ordered to pull off the shooting and that they are not a terrorist organization. He added to ABC News that he had not seen Cruz in some time, but after the shooting on Wednesday, he knew he would be getting this call. He also said he had trouble with a girl, and he believed the timing of the attack carried out on Valentine's Day was not a coincidence. A law enforcement official says he knows of no known ties between the suspect who confessed to a deadly mass shooting and this white supremacist group. Lieutenant Grady Jordan is a spokesman for the Leon County Sheriff's Office in Tallahassee, where the white nationalist militia known as the Republic of Florida is based. He says his office has very solid information on the group and there are no known ties that we have, he says, that we can connect to 19-year-old Nicholas Cruz. Cruz suffered a major blow in November. His mother, Linda Cruz, 68 years of age, died of pneumonia. Linda was apparently the only person Cruz was close to. Her sister-in-law, Barbara 
Kambatovic, Kambatovic, told the Washington Post, quote, Linda was very close to them. She put a lot of time and effort into those boys, trying to give them a good life and upbringing. Linda and her husband, who died of a heart attack several years ago, adopted Cruz and his biological brother, Zachary, after the couple moved from Long Island in New York to Broward County. Cruz was an infant when he was adopted. It's unclear if he was adopted from the U.S. or abroad. Adopted children from abroad sometimes have issues adjusting due to neglect in their orphanages, especially children from Russia. The way this kid spelled his name with a K, you almost think it's it's uh, Eastern European. It could be Russian. Uh, let's see. And then, of course, the White House, um, uh, the president ordered the flag to fly at half-staff in um, in memory of those who were killed. And they've got pictures of uh, some city and county and state officials releasing uh, silver balloons in honor of the victims during a prayer vigil today. So anyway, while his brother was quiet and liked to stay indoors, Cruz constantly got into trouble and appeared to have emotional issues. Uh, Kombatovic said, Linda dealt with it like most parents did. She was probably too good to him. She was a lovely woman. She was a hardworking woman. She made a beautiful home for them. She put a lot of effort and time into their schooling, their recreation, whatever they needed. She was a good parent, and she went over and above because she needed to compensate for being a single parent. I don't think it had anything to do with his upbringing. It could have been the loss of his mom. I don't know. Longtime Cruz family members or neighbors, Malcolm and Christine Roxburgh, told the Sun Sentinel that the police came to the boy's house many times as he used to get into trouble and harass people. He did not have an arrest record, though. Malcolm Roxburgh said a neighbor across the street kept pigs, and Nicholas Cruz targeted the family. He didn't like the pigs, and he didn't like the neighbors, so he sent over his dog over there to try to attack them, Roxburgh said. Another neighbor, Shelley, uh, Shelby Spino, said she once witnessed Cruz shooting at chickens owned by another resident. Roxburgh's wife said she once caught Cruz peeking in her window. I said, what are you doing here? He said he was looking for golf balls. I said, this isn't the golf course. And the couple said, when the boy didn't want to go to school, he would bang his head against a cement wall. They were scared of him. He could have killed any of us, Christine Roxburgh said. After their mother's death, the boys were left in the care of a family friend, but Cruz didn't stay there very long. And continuing on here. Unhappy there, Cruz asked to move in with a friend at a mobile home park in northwest Broward. The friend's family agreed, and Cruz moved into his own room in the home around Thanksgiving. The family brought him into their home, the family's attorney, Jim Lewis, said. They got him a job at a local dollar store. They didn't see anything that would suggest any violence. He was depressed, maybe a little quirky, but they never saw anything violent. He was just a little depressed and seemed to be working through it. Cruz brought his AR-15 rifle with him to the family's home, where it was kept in a locked cabinet that the teen had a key to. Sources told CNN that the gunman purchased the rifle in the past year and passed a required background check to obtain it. Two federal law enforcement officials said the Smith & Wesson M&P rifle was purchased legally at Sunrise Tactical Supply in Coral Springs, Florida. 
Federal law allows people 18 and over to legally purchase long guns. At 21, people can legally buy handguns from a licensed dealer. While living with the family, Lewis started going to a school for at-risk youth. Usually every morning, the father of the family would drive Cruz to school. I think it should be, oh, no, Lewis, he started driving. Okay, they would drive Cruz to school, but on Wednesday, Cruz overslept and then gave a cryptic reason why. He said, it's Valentine's Day, and I don't go to school on Valentine's Day. Lewis said the family is devastated and did not see this coming. The family's son was a junior at the school and was there when the shooting happened. Lewis said the family is cooperating and no one there is suspected of wrongdoing. Their cream-colored home was empty Thursday morning, but in the backyard, a bullet-riddled Bud Light can was stuck on a twig of an avocado tree overlooking a creek. Okay, first of all, this kid was screaming for attention. His actions were, were evident that there was something very wrong. Very wrong. And the fact that the FBI was called not once but twice on this kid and they couldn't find him, they couldn't identify him from his Facebook pages? You're kidding me, right? He wasn't on his meds. Nobody was watching out for him. Nobody was was, was uh, taking care of his of his medical needs. This is falling through the cracks big time. Now, let me start. Let me. This connects with what Q has posted today. This connects with Big Pharma. This connects with the CIA. This kid. Here, here's my guess, and and I'll explain why. I think this kid was targeted by the deep state. And I know this is going to sound like coast to coast at night, midnight caravan to midnight, Alex Jones. But here's what I think after reading Q's posts, and, and not just today, but previous posts as well. We know that the CIA has done MK Ultra. They know that they have this, we know they have this program where they control people through the use of drugs and uh, and the, the Nazis were the ones who started it in the first place. I think that they knew that this kid was a troubled kid. Maybe it wasn't the CIA, the FBI who knew it. Maybe it was the CIA. Maybe it was somebody within the FBI, FBI who connected with the CIA and said, I got one for you. I got one for you. This kid, his brain is nothing but scrambled eggs. And we can we can probably get him to create another false flag event. Okay, let's get started. Um, where to start? Okay, let's start with this. Uh, let me. Uh, okay, well, actually, I'm going to start from the from the top here because uh, Q was posting a lot. In fact, last night after the show, uh, he posted. Uh, several things. Uh, I won't even. I'm not even going to get into it right now because it's, um, you know, it's not. You'll have to read them yourself. But anyway, here's um, here's the first post that he did uh, after. Let's see what time was it? Uh, it was t- uh, two two o'clock this afternoon. Okay, he, actually he did post last night as well. But two o'clock this afternoon, 
uh, he posted, he was responding to a post by an Anon. Okay. And by the way, an Anon is somebody that is, uh, a, a, inhabits the 8chan world. Okay. And these Anons are typically um, autists. They, have, they, they either have Asperger's or autism, and they're real focused. And I'll get into that in a minute, too. So anyway, this Anon posts the following. James Dolan, dead suicide. Aaron Schwartz, dead suicide. Kevin Paulson, turned over Secure Drop to Freedom of the Press. Secure Drop, Freedom of the Press. John Barlow, Snowden, Assange, John Cusack, Daniel Ellsberg, Glenn Greenwald, Laura Poitras. Snowden, Cusack, things that can and cannot be said. Daniel Ellsberg, Pentagon Paper, Glenn Greenwald, Snowden, The Guardian. Laura Poitras, Snowden, The Program. William Binney. John Barlow, VP Algae Systems Treating Wastewater. Barlow, Clark, Burning Man. General Clark, Anti-Trump, Westpac Supports Clintons. I think the key is the media changing the narrative using Secure Drop, the Dropbox, which is dictated heavily by Snowden. The big question, who controls Snowden? So Q replies, James Dolan, dead suicide. Aaron Schwartz, dead suicide. Kevin Paulson, turned over secure drop to freedom of the press. John Perry Barlow, 187 post name drop. Remember what we know about 187. It is the code for assassination or murder. At Snowden, you are now a liability. What Q is saying here is that all of these people who were whistleblowers, who were journalists who wrote about things that they knew, are all dead. Oh, suicide. Snowden, you are now a liability. You're next. They're looking at you. They're looking at you. All right. So then the next one after that, uh, Q posts the following. Newsweek problems. Let me make this page a little bit smaller. Okay. Newsweek problems, question mark. And then he's got a link to a Newsweek story. How storm biggest fake news story. And I'm going to read that to you. Strike back against us. MSM not happy. Quote, conspiracy label. Reread crumbs regarding conspiracy and mainstream media coverage. Who will be next? They are here. They will try to discredit. They are stupid. They bring more eyes. The proofs are important. Proofs provide new eyes ability to question. This board in the coming months will be spread and discussed across all platforms. Important to be prepared. We will help. Always wins. Okay, so the, so the link that he's pointing to at Newsweek, where he's essentially saying, Newsweek and the mainstream media know about us here. They now know about Q. They know about our board. And they are going to do everything they can to discredit us, to call us conspiracists. They're going to, they're going to do everything they can. But what they don't realize is, because they're stupid, is that the more they try to discredit us, the more eyes it will draw to us. The more people will be curious. What is it that they're talking about? And when they bring more eyes to us, we're going to prove what we're saying. 
And these proofs will provide these new eyeballs with the ability to question what's really going on, just as you are now. And this board in the coming months is going to be spread and discussed across all platforms. And we're talking about TV, newspapers, magazines, all platforms, radio, everything. So it is important to be prepared. And we will help. The truth always wins. And here's the story. It's in Newsweek magazine, published on February 1st this month. By uh, Michael Edison Hayden, it says, how the, st- how the Storm Became the Biggest Fake News Story of 2018. Wild conspiracy, by the way, Newsweek is down to, uh, what, about 14 pages now, this magazine? <laughs> Wild conspiracy theories have a way of uh, seeping into public discourse these days, thanks in part to the divided nature of U.S. politics, the growth of websites that actively promote them, such as InfoWars, and the capacity for fake news to spread virally on social media without any fact-checking or oversight. Enter Q. In late October, you know what? Let me double check and make sure that you folks are hearing me. I want to make sure. Okay. All right, everybody. Oh, look at everybody in the chat room. Okay, AKCOG, Beverly in Kentucky, Don Ecuador, Flycatch, Lugnut, OBFSU, and several uh, guests. Okay, welcome, everybody. Welcome. Enter Q. In late October, just days before a different InfoWars inflated conspiracy about anti-fascist protesters plotting a civil war was about to fizzle, a user identified as Q on the image board website 4chan started posting vague, portentous messages related to an upcoming storm. The user claimed to be a high-level government operative, and the folks on hash um, slash pol slash poll which is a subsection of 4chan with a history of spreading fake news took notice with some even believing it was president donald trump himself who was posting the messages on 4chan and on a similar website 8chan today hashtag qanon meaning q anonymous also known as hashtag is the web's fastest spreading and most pervasive right-wing conspiracy theory. Oh, oh, wow. The ideas behind it are difficult for outsiders to understand, in part because it has come to be applied to almost anything by those who believe in its veracity. But here's what you need to know about the biggest fake news story of 2018. (laughs) The date was October 5th. A Thursday in an exhausting week in the news cycle. The Las Vegas mass shooting had claimed the lives of scores of innocent people days earlier, and no motives had been attached, pumping a whiff of conspiracy into the air. Poof, poof. Trump, while speaking to his press pool and surrounded by military leaders for a photo op, made cryptic remarks that have never been fully explained by the White House. Maybe it's the calm before the storm, he said to the gaggle of reporters. Could be the calm before the storm. We have the world's great military people in this room. I will tell you that. And we're going to have a great evening. Thank you all for coming. Close quote, the president. A reporter requested clarification about what Trump said. What storm, Mr. President? You'll find out. Thank you, everybody, the president said. Trump's tone sounded confident. 
Perhaps he was secure in the knowledge of some future revelation he couldn't quite name, possibly something that could damage his political enemies. The remark also came in the context of a heated back and forth with North Korea over that country's buildup of intercontinental ballistic missiles, and it could have been read to refer to that. In reality, however, the remark just as easily could have been a troll carried out by a man with a documented history of playing games with the press. Still, some of his supporters took notice, and it cultivated a sense of expectation. When would the storm hit? What would it reveal? The storm has been falsely connected to every... Don't you love this? Falsely, like they know. Falsely connected to everything from secret Democrat pedophilia clubs to Jay-Z to a complete reversal of the Russia investigation. (laughs) The Q internet posts began appearing three weeks after Trump's cryptic remark about the storm. The anonymous user would ask questions referring to the idea that Hillary Rodham Clinton, Barack Obama, and George Soros could potentially be arrested or detained and would make random claims such as, quote, this has nothing to do with Russia, parentheses, yet, close quote, apparently referring to his own Internet writings. People started cobbling together the posts and reporting them to one another as clues in what they saw as a larger puzzle. One phrase that gets bandied about a lot on hashtag QAnon threads, follow the white rabbit, referring to the turn of phrase used in Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland and the 1999 film The Matrix, which has been mined for allusions by Trump supporters since he launched his campaign back in 2015. If you search the hashtags, hashtag the storm and hashtag QAnon on Twitter, you will find users connecting the prophecies of Q to, well, pretty much anything. Do you incorrectly believe that Clinton aide Huma Abedin was doing tacit work for the Sunni Islamic organization Muslim Brotherhood during Obama's tenure as president? That will be revealed in the forthcoming storm of information, if you want. Do you imagine that the rapper Jay-Z, who recently drew Trump's ire for remarks he made about black unemployment, is in cahoots with Soros, the billionaire philanthropist? The storm will expose that non-existent plot in time. Are you angry about special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into the alleged acts of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia during the 2016 election? Well, then you're free to imagine that the storm will one day reveal that investigation to be a front for the real Russian collusion, which the conspiracists say took place at the behest of perpetual far-right scapegoats like Clinton and Obama. Parentheses, it did not, for what it's worth. (laughs) These people are going to be, I I hope they like crow (laughs) with a little bit of salt and pepper on it. Also, if you liked hashtag Pizzagate, the fake conspiracy that implied relatives were housing a child uh, child trafficking ring in the basement of a D.C. area pizzeria, it too has been incorporated into the broader universe of hashtag the storm. As a conspiracy website called Disclosure News recently put it, 
quote, the last information coming from QAnon are pointing out potentially some very bad news for traders and pedophiles, not the least of which is an unprecedented number of flights to Guantanamo Bay, the U.S. military prison in Cuba. Close quote. What about Seth Rich, the Democratic National Committee employee who was murdered in July 2016, spurring an avalanche of fake news? On cue, his tragedy has become fodder for the storm. Believers in the conspiracy claim that Q knows the truth about what happened to him and imagine that Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the oft-maligned former chairwoman of the DNC, ordered the El Salvadorian gang MS-13 to carry out the killing. In addition to the theory not being true, Rich's parents have expressed disgust with how their son's murder has been turned into a fake news story, so much so that they filed a lawsuit against Fox News and other parties they, were belie- they believe were responsible for spreading it in 2017. The storm, which is sometimes conflated in an unintelligible way on social media with hashtag release the memo, a call by Trump supporters to make public a previously classified document detailing the origin of investigations into Trump's alleged involvement with Russia, is a conspiracy theory with legs, in part because of the degree to which basically any and all made-up ideas can be slotted into it, according to Kyle Mann, a writer with Right Wing Watch, a nonprofit group that monitors Internet trends such as this one. Mantilla told Newsweek of the conspiracy theorists, quote, anything they don't like, anything they believe to be corrupt can easily fit into this conspiracy. Mantilla's point of view is helpfully demonstrated by a blog post introducing the phenomenon on a pro-Trump conspiracy website called Mega Pill, which employs opaque, open-ended language in describing the story, quote, A patriot has surfaced that is giving many hope, and he goes by the name of Q, the Post explains. Quote, let me start off by saying that the QAnon, Q clearance patriot posts are so vast in scope, to summarize everything is nearly impossible. The posts paint a huge picture around the basis that everything is connected and everything has meaning. Close quote. The storm represents a shift from tropes that have existed in conservative circles for years, according to Mark Fenster, a law professor at the University of Florida, who is the author of a book about conspiracy theories in American culture. Fenster said the most striking change of the Trump era is the degree to which the integrity of U.S. law enforcement agencies is being questioned by conservatives and being defended by liberals who have traditionally been more critical of the agencies. Fenster called it a truly bizarre flip of circumstances. He went on to say the GOP has been captured to an extent by its base suggesting that the Republican politicians demanding the release of the memo were responding to an atmosphere of disinformation created by conspiracies like this one. The intriguing thing about the storm conspiracy is the degree to which it has taken off without the help of some of the major players in 2016's hashtag Pizzagate debacle, 
which may have led to a North Carolina man firing off an AR-15 rifle in a Washington, D.C. pizzeria. Another false flag, okay? Mike Cernovich, a pro-Trump social media figure who helped spread that fake news story, described the storm to Newsweek as being, quote, amusing fan fiction. Jack Posobiec, a friend of Cernovich's who also promoted hashtag Pizzagate, as well as several demonstrably false stories involving Antifa, described the storm as being theater and said he doesn't even bother reading the threads. (laughs) The storm conspiracy has actually been pumped up both by minor figures in pro-Trump social media circles who are rewarded with thousands of retweets for espousing it, according to Mantilla of Right Wing Watch, and also by Alex Jones's highly trafficked website, InfoWars, which claims to have a reporter permanently assigned to the QAnon beat. Due largely to InfoWars, the conspiracy appears to be growing. Media Matters, a liberal-leaning nonprofit site, noted that InfoWars has already managed to get the conspiracy trending on Facebook, where a massive audience can see it. Should I continue? (laughs) Oh, it goes on and on and on and on. And this person, this Michael Edison Hayden who wrote this, uh, he is the ultimate expert. He knows all. He's God. He knows that all this stuff is false, right? Well, getting back to what Q said, Newsweek problems strike back at us, strike back against us. MSM not happy, quote, conspiracy label. Reread crumbs regarding conspiracy and mainstream media coverage. Who will be next? They are here. They will try to discredit. They are stupid. They bring more eyes. The proofs are important. Proofs provide new eyes ability to question. This board in the coming months will be spread and discussed across all platforms. Important to be prepared. We will help. Truth always wins. Next. Um, Let's see. Is this the one? Mm, I think I may have messed it up a bit. Hang on just a second because what I want to do is... Just give me a moment. Give me one moment. Uh, We're going to do a conspiracy find. Yes. Okay. In all of these posts that uh, Q has done, the word conspiracy comes up 19 times. Okay. And, okay, and we're going to go through them because you're going to see. This is real. On February 12th, Q wrote the following. Coincidence, the Matrix movie grew people as a crop used for energy and controlled their mind. Sound familiar? Now, keep in mind what has happened here in Florida as I'm reading this, okay? Coincidence that the Matrix movie grew people as a crop, used energy and controlled their mind. Sound familiar? Wonder where they derived that idea from. Now comes the conspiracy label. Deeper we go, the more unrealistic it all becomes. The end won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. In other words, as we delve down here and we tell you what's going on, 
and you suss it out yourself. We're going to drop the crumbs and the clues, and you, you autists are going to research all this stuff, and you're going to come up with this stuff on your own. And, when, and the deeper we go into this, the more unreal it's going to seem. It's going to be so unreal. And believe you me, the end of this story is not going to be for everyone. But if you want to know what it is, that choice will be yours. So that was February 12th. That was two days prior to the shooting in Florida. We're talking about mind control here. Okay? Controlling minds. Okay, the next mention of the word conspiracy was on January 27th. When Q wrote the following, who controls HW? Who really controls HW? Why are movies made to glorify past, quote, true events? What is a PSYOP? Conspiracy push slash label. Awake? Spiderweb. You are controlled. Sheep. Up is down. Left is right. Revolution, truth, trust the mission, trust the mission. And I've forgotten what HW stands for. You'll have to forgive me. I've forgotten. Okay, the next mention of it, January 13th, be ready, MSM coming, big way. We see all, we hear all. Fight, fight, fight. Conspiracy push coming. MSM lost control. D, Democrats, lost slave grip. D, lost center voters. Libs are minority. MSM projects as big movement. Fake news. Four to six percent lost forever. And what he's saying here is, look, they're coming. The mainstream media is finding out about us here. They know what we're doing, and they are going to come and do everything everything they can to undermine and to to discredit everything we're doing. They have lost control. We have the internet, we have social media, we can go and we can we can research and crowdsource the truth. The Democrats have lost their slave grip on the Democrat party. They've lost their center the, the voters in the center the the libs the 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 nutcase libs they're the minority they're only 4 to 6% of the democrats and they're lost forever they're never coming back but the msm projects it oh it's a big movement antifa big movement it's lies it's fake news hello george soros all that money you've spent for nothing the next mention of conspiracy is on december 19th Conspiracy, theme will be pushed, big threat to them, all absorbed in RT, proud. I can't remember what RT means, it's a while back, but there was a warning, December 19th. Okay, next one, this is December 14th. Shall we play a game? Find the spider or spiders and build the web, the map. Remember, they consider you to be the fly, specifically the feeder. Remember, they never thought she was going to lose. Therefore, they never thought investigations and or public interest into their criminal acts would be exposed or investigated. Therefore, they never thought they had anything to fear. 
Therefore, they openly showcase their symbolism, their symbols. Remember Pizzagate, the symbols? Oh, the symbols. They all wear the symbols, the skull and bone symbols. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you're going to learn that more and more as we go forward with this because he's already alluding. I mean, he's alluding to it, and the autists are researching and finding the the articles, the the news and the photographs. These people are arrogant. They're they're brandishing their symbiology. No, symbology. Symbology. Uh, They're out there with it. John Podesta with the cuts on his fingers. That's something. Pictures of people laying in a in a tub of blood. That's something. Pictures of people slicing into a cake that looks like a human body. That's something. Oh, there's lots and lots and lots. So anyway, continuing here. Okay. Um, let's see. They, therefore, they openly showcase their symbolism. Therefore, they were sloppy. Hussein's last speech in Chicago regarding scandal-free? Why did he continually emphasize that phrase? As a backup, they infiltrated and controlled the narrative, the MSM. As a backup, they install only those who are on the team. As a backup, they blackmail those they defined conspiracy as crazy, mentally unstable, and label anything true as such. I just read you the Newsweek article. This works, given most of what they engage in, is pure evil, simply unbelievable, hard to swallow. It works because people just don't believe that these people could be as evil as they are, which is why we have to prove it, why we have to dig and research and show the proof, which is what I'm doing on my Facebook page every single day and on my show almost every night. This works, in other words, they can get away with it. This works, given most of what they engage in is pure evil and simply unbelievable, hard to swallow. The fix has always been in, no matter which party won the election. JFK killed, Reagan shot. This was always the promise made to those who played the game, willingly or otherwise, i.e., they would never lose power. The power of the three-letter agencies, power over the U.S. military, worldwide dominance to push against other nations and install like kind. These people are really stupid. Follow the husbands. Another hint, Ian Cameron, McKinsey and Company, Clowns in America, Dr. Emmett J. Rice, Federal Reserve, Everyone is connected. How about a nice game of chess? What the artists do with this is they look up every single clue. They, they do, it's called going, diving into the rabbit hole. Dive into the rabbit hole. You take Ian Cameron and you start Googling Ian Cameron. You find everything you can find about him. And then you go and you find out all the connections to him. And you, and you deep dive on them. And you create the map. You create the spider web. And eventually, it doesn't take long, you find out that that web connects to each other. Let's find another reference to conspiracy, shall we? Oh, he repeated that again. 
uh, on uh, December 14th. Okay, let's go on. November 22nd. This is last November. Okay. U1, that's Uranium 1, dash CA, dash EU, dash Asia, dash Iran, slash NK, North Korea. Where did it end up? What was the purpose? Who was supposed to win the election of 2016? Why was the Iran deal kept from Congress and placed at the highest level of classification? Meaning, a United States senator could not review the deal, but other foreign powers could? How much money was hand-delivered by planes? Why in cash? Where did the planes actually land? What was the cover? Who paid for B.O. to attend Harvard? Why would this occur pre-political days? Who was the biggest contributor to the CF, Clinton Foundation? The graphic is the key. Why does the MSM, mainstream media, push conspiracy without investigation? Who controls the MSM? does the word conspiracy mean to you? Has the word conspiracy been branded to mean something shameful in today's society? The world cannot handle the truth. This pill cannot be swallowed by most. Risk in painting this picture, the sum of all fears. Now let's find out if there's more. Okay, here's another one, November 21st. The word conspiracy pops up again. Identify symbolism, parentheses, owl, slash, why, owl, why. Which performers, celebs, supported HRC during the election? Who performed during her rallies? What jewelry and or tattoos present? Look for the owls. The owls signify something. It's a club, and you're not in it. What does HRC represent to them? What other events do they attend together? What celebrities have owl slash Y head symbols? What politicians have owl slash Y head symbols? What powerful people have owl slash Y head symbols. What powerful groups have owl slash Y head symbols? Why are they worn, shown openly? Their need for symbolism will be their downfall. MSM role, push conspiracy theory. Social media role, push conspiracy theory and institute new rules allowing for ban. Censorship. The graphic is key. Reread graphic. Example, what family did Soros replace? The Rothschilds? Don't know. Part two. How were they adopted into the cult? Parentheses, as children. What were they provided for obeying and staying silent? Parentheses, brainwashed. What were they provided for obeying and staying silent, brainwashed? 
All that you know to be right is wrong. The cult runs the world. Fantasy land. The world is fighting back and destroying the cult. 20% public, 80% private. The world would otherwise collapse. This is a reference to what, if we knew 100% of what is happening below the surface, in plain sight, the world would collapse. There are so many people involved in this spider web. This isn't just us, USA. This is global, global, all over the world. And Hillary is a big player in it. She's not, it, she's not the it. She's a big player in it. But there are other bigger players in this, much bigger players. And so what Q is saying here is that 20% will be allowed to be public, 80% private. Later on, he changes it because a lot of the autists are saying, oh, wait a minute, we're doing all this work. We want to know it all. And he comes back and he says, all right, 40% you'll know, 60% private. You couldn't handle it. Then 40,000 foot versus, again, the need to decrease altitude to avoid conspiracy label. What he's saying here is that, look, we're taking you 40,000 feet up to see what we see. We're showing you what is out there. It's so unbelievable that people will never believe you. So in order to avoid the conspiracy label right off the bat, we're going to bring you back down. We're not going to stay at 40,000 feet. We'll show you. We'll take you up to 40,000 feet every now and then. But mostly we're going to stay just hovering at ground level until the right time. Okay? 40,000 feet versus the need to decrease altitude to avoid conspiracy label was necessary. Godfather 3 for God and Country. Q. Let's find another. Let's see if there's another uh, reference to conspiracy. I think we've, uh, no, we've got another one here. Oh, here's a good one. Yep, this is another good one. November 20th. What is a key? What is a key used for? What is a guard? What is a guard used for? Who unlocked the door of all doors? Do you believe in coincidences? What is information? Who controls the release of information? Who has all of the information? Who disseminates information? What is the MSM? Who controls the MSM? Why are we made to believe the MSM are the only credible news sources? Who controls the MSM? Who really controls the MSM? Why are we made to believe the MSM are the only credible news sources? He repeats it. It's important. Why is this relevant? Why are non-MSM platforms cast as conspiracy and or non-credible? And he repeats it again. Why are non-MSM platforms cast as conspiracy and or non-credible? What happens when an entity and or individual accumulates power? Define corruption. Wealth equals power. 
power equals influence. Influence equals control. Rinse and repeat. What power of influence was recently discovered specifically regarding the 2016 election? How much power of influence does Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, etc. have in influencing the minds of people? Has the stranglehold of the MSM been diminished? What is open source? That's what we are. That's what we're doing. Open source. What has become blatantly obvious since the election of POTUS? Why would they allow this visibility to occur? Were they not prepared counter? What miscalculation occurred? I can tell you right now. They never thought she would lose. What opposite impact did this generate? How did POTUS recognize and invert? What happens when an entity and or individual accumulates power? Define corruption. Define censorship. Define controlled censorship. What action is Twitter taking effective mid-December? What is the purpose of this action? Possible test to understand public government response? Twitter was going to start uh, uh, censoring uh, fake news or something like that. Interesting. You know, I mean, and, and even for me, looking back, you know, he's, Q is always saying, reread the crumbs. Reread the crumbs. Go back to the beginning and reread them you it, it will make sense to you when you when you're reading it at first it's like oh my god i don't understand this. this is so weird but then when you go back when you see oh my god this was this was published in november look what's happened since then i understand all of this now i understand all of it wow all right another one november 12th Patriots don't sleep. 40,000 feet versus necessary to understand U.S. S.A. S.A. is Saudi Arabia. Global events. I got to take you to, we're going up to 40,000 feet here, so you'll understand how the United States and Saudi Arabia are interconnected and with global events happening. What happened? What happened? A coup d'etat in Saudi Arabia. Trump went and talked with the king. They held, they did the sword dance together. Their hands on the lit globe. Deals were made. An understanding was forged. The Saudis don't like ISIS. They don't like Hezbollah. They don't like it at all. And neither do we. And so we've said, okay, here's what we're going to do. You are going to lop off the people that are in power in your country, in Saudi Arabia, Prince Al-Walid, all of them. You're going to hang them upside down by their ankles and you're going to do whatever you have to do to get them to talk. We're going to freeze their assets. Now we understand. When we read this, it was like, what? 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 Paint the picture. Decrease altitude. We will not fly that high again. Higher the altitude, greater the risk of conspiracy. Many cannot slash will not swallow. What is no such agency, Q group? 
against the NSA? Who has clearance to full picture? The NSA. Important. SIS is good. Plus, plus, plus. ADMR plus, plus, plus. Admiral Rogers. Plus, plus, plus. I think, didn't we say that that, that meant um, Saudi Arabia? There's plus, and one of them is Soros, the other one is the Roth, excuse me, the Rothschilds, and then the other one is Saudi Arabia. And I can't remember exactly how it goes. Anyway, what agency is at war with clowns in America? CIA. What agency is at war with clowns in America? Why? I do believe it's the NSA. And that ties in with Snowden. Because Snowden was with the CIA. They sent him over to work with the NSA so that he could tell them all of the NSA secrets, all of their tools, so the CIA could put it out there and destroy the NSA so that the CIA could be the big king and control all the information, control it all. CIA was trying to destroy the NSA, and they were using Ed Snowden to do it. How does POTUS shift narrative? New age of enlightenment. 80% covert, 20% public. Remember, 80-20. This was, again, prior to (laughs) him saying 40-60. The last several months. C, letter C, dash info leaks. Operations, think SA plus question marks. CNN sale. Oh, was it Time Warner that was going to be buying CNN? Part of that? What companies re- recorded, what, what CEOs wreck, I think it's recorded, large cash injections by clowns in America, public? Oh, that's CNN. Right? That's, I think that's CNN, yeah. Clowns in America, CIA. Why? Who does it hurt? Who controls the MSM? Primary objective from beginning, POTUS discredit MSM. Primary objective from the beginning, our president discredited the mainstream media. You are fake news. Why is this relevant? How is information transmitted? How are people informed? Why was Sarah A... AC, Sarah, I guess, attacked or hack, hack attempt. Why was Operation Mockingbird repeated? Why was Jason Bourne, parentheses, CIA slash dream, repeated? Think social media platforms. Who are the wizards and warlocks? What council do the wizards and warlocks control? Think Snowden. Parentheses, inside terms dropped. Ah, I think I got that. Snowden was was a, an agent for the CIA. He went over to the NSA, as I said, to steal all of their software tools, to steal all of their, their secrets, their tricks. And when Snowden realized, when he got red-pilled and realized, oh my God, Oh, my God, it's not the NSA that are the bad guys. It's the CIA. I see what's going on. I see what's going on. Oh, my God. That's when he went 
to Russia. The CIA were the ones that got him to Russia. They got him out of Hong Kong and into Russia. And once he was in Russia, he was safe. And I think, according to what Corsi is saying, that Dr. Jerome Corsi, that with the NSA now, he, he went from being a black hat to a white hat. That's Corsi's theory. I, I, can, I can get it. I can see it. I can see it. Who are the wizards and warlocks? What council do the wizards and warlocks control? Think Snowden. Inside terms dropped. And the terms, the terms of the deal are done. Alice and Wonderland understood. Snow White understood. Iron Eagle, Godfather Three, Speed, everything has meaning. Disney is a distraction. Senate and Congress equals puppets. Parentheses, not all, close parentheses, open parentheses, power shift, close parentheses. Senate and Congress are puppets, but the power is shifting in the Senate and in the Congress. For God and country, for humanity, Geronimo Q. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, uh, let's see if there's anything else here. There were 19 matches for the word conspiracy. Um, well, here's one, and it's actually posted by an anonymous. Uh, and it's a it's a quote from The Hill, okay? Uh, this appeared, oh, gosh, well, this would be November 2nd. All right, so. The Clinton campaign is attempting once again to sweep important questions under the rug about top aide Huma Abedin, her family ties to the Muslim Brotherhood and to Saudi Arabia, and her role in the ballooning Clinton email scandal. Her mother, Saleha Abedin, sits on the Presidency Staff Council of the International Islamic Council for Dawah and Relief, a group that is chaired by the leader of the Muslim Brotherhood, Sheikh Yusuf al-Qaradawi. Perhaps recognizing how offensive such ties will be to voters concerned over future terrorist attacks on this country by radical Muslims professing allegiance to Sharia law, the Clinton campaign on Monday tried to downplay Ms. Abedin's involvement in the Journal and the Muslim Brotherhood. The Clinton surrogate group Media Matters claimed predictably that there was, quote, no evidence that Ms. Abedin or her family had ties to the Muslim Brotherhood and that Trump campaign staffers who spoke of these ties were, say it, conspiracy theorists. <laughs> and to debunk the evidence, Media Matters pointed to a Snopes.com fact-checked piece that cited as its sole source, Senator, say it, John McCain. This is the same John McCain who met Libyan militia leader Abdel Karim Belhaj, a known Al-Qaeda associate, and saluted him as my hero, that's in quotes, my hero, during a 2011 visit to Baghdad. By the way, as a reminder, Senator McCain and others roundly criticized Representative Michelle Bachman in 2012. Remember when she and four members of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence and the House Judiciary Committee cited Huma in letters that were sent to the IG of the Department of Defense, Department of State, Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, warning 
about Muslim Brotherhood infiltration of the United States government. Gee whiz, this has got to be a conspiracy theory. Why is this relevant? Who took an undisclosed trip to Saudi Arabia? What was the purpose of a face-to-face phone call? Alice and Wonderland. Oh, they didn't think she would lose. They did not think she would lose. Period. That brings us back to the Newsweek uh, uh, post. So we're so we're done with the conspiracy thing. We've we've, we've pretty much nailed down that Q Anon has predicted this. Almost from the beginning, he began posting October 28th. This goes all the way back to beginning of November. So there you have it. Expect it, which is why he's saying you've got, I'm, I'm giving you the clues. Start digging. Here's the shovel. Start digging. Wherever you see a rabbit hole, dig, 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 dig. And bring up whatever you find. And we'll connect it. We'll connect it. Okay. So the next quote is simply a YouTube on it and went over, and it's simply um, a, a man reciting the Pledge of Allegiance against a flag that's waving in the, in, the, in the background. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You know, I always want to say amen at the end of that. I, I, it's, a, it's a prayer. I, I, I just, I mean, I find myself saying amen when I say it. Oh, my. Okay, the next one. Uh, here's, this is um, an anonymous, an anon who's writing to which Q responds, okay? So the anon writes, James Dolan, dead suicide. Aaron Schwartz, dead suicide. Kevin Paulson turned over secure drop to freedom of the press. Secure drop freedom of the press, freedom of the press, John Barlow slash Snowden slash Assange slash John Cusack slash Daniel Ellsberg slash Glenn Greenwald slash Laura Poitras. Snowden slash Cusack, things that can be said. Daniel Ellsberg, Pentagon Papers. Glenn Greenwald slash Snowden. The Guardian, Laura Poitras slash Snowden, the program, William Binney, John Barlow, VP Algae Systems Treating Wastewater, Barlow slash Clark, Burning Man, General Clark, Anti-Trump, Westpac supports Clintons. I think the key is the media changing the narrative using Secure Drop, which is dictated heavily by Snowden. The big question, who controls Snowden? To which Q responds, James Dolan, dead suicide. Aaron Swartz, dead suicide. Kevin Paulson, turned over Secure Drop to freedom of the press. John Perry Barlow, 187 post name, drop. At Snowden, you are now a liability. Yeah? He's repeated it again. The next one, at Jack, he's referring now, of course, to Jack Dorsey. Dorsey, you should you should do a dive on Jack Dorsey. This guy is kind of a weirdo, big time. Ring nose, ring nose. And I uh, tried to claim all the credit for Twitter when it was really somebody else. I think his name is Alan, Bob Allen or something like that. Anyway, here's, here's the uh, post. 
Et Jack, civilian puppet, player in the game, we play for keeps. Need help sleeping? How was your meeting with Pelosi? Protection offered? Life lesson, be smarter than those who control you. T minus 1234 or T minus 1234. Hmm. Something happening there with Twitter and Jack Dorsey. Watch and see. Okay, the next one. Oh, this is... He starts off with a link to intelligence.senate.gov. It is a hearing on MKUltra. But let me read to you first the, um, the post, and then, and then we'll jump to that. He writes, read very carefully. Unreleased, uh, bracket, classif- class, classified, highest. Ability to use frequencies, incoming SIG, modify, slash, code, slash, program, over X period. Bracket, designate, close bracket, mobile phone to control target or subject. Think about what happened in Florida yesterday. Think about that kid. 19 years old, all fakokta in the head, perfect candidate. OP, operation, conducted, slash, origin, outside of U.S. Car, control, question mark, then a link to a YouTube that shows the president's um, motorcade traveling through, I think it was, I'm going to say Ohio, I can't remember now, and as the motorcade is coming down the road, the road is cleared, okay, and every driveway is protected by barricades and men law enforcement who are standing there with their backs to the road looking at the buildings to make sure nothing happens. I mean, this place is secure. There are motorcycles. A motorcade begins with a motorcycle, and then there's a phalanx of motorcycles, and then there are several vehicles, and then, oh, and and by the way, the guys that are videotaping this are standing in a parking lot, and they're all excited because, oh, here comes the motorcade, here comes the president, and it's Trump, right? And so they're filming it on their iPhones. Here it comes. Oh, yeah, look at this. A whole pack of them. Here comes the beast. Here comes the beast, the limousine. Here it comes. And it goes by. And all of a sudden, out of the woods, in their line of sight, comes this white car out of the woods. And it stops just before it gets on the roadway. And the guys are like, what the hell? Look at this. Oh, my God. What's going on? One of the limousines, one of the SUVs, does a U-turn, pulls over, and parks right by that car. Two women get out of that car, and they're like, they're two teenage girls. I lost my brakes, my brakes, my brakes. Finally, they were let go because, yeah, the brakes brakes were, were working. And evidently, it was a legitimate thing. However, Q is making the point. Car control? Statement by driver, fairy tale, as the world turns, this is bigger than anyone can imagine. 
I get that he is insinuating that somebody cut the brake lines on those gals' car. Something happened. Maybe these gals were dupes. They were going out onto that roadway when the limousine was going by. I mean, it, it was the timing couldn't have been more perfect. Okay, so the intelligence senate.gov site. Well, let me get to that here. Let me see if I can find that. No, that's the YouTube. I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. We're going to click off of that. Where did I put them? Where did I put them? Oh, Andrea, where are they? I have so much stuff, too much stuff. Okay, here it is. Here it is. All right, what I'm looking at here is a screen capture, and I've posted this on my Facebook page. Project MK Ultra, the CIA's Program of Research in Behavioral Modification. This is the title of the front page, the cover, of a joint hearing before the Select Committee on Intelligence and the Subcommittee on Health and Scientific Research of the Committee on Human Resources, United States Senate, 95th Congress, First Session, August 3rd, 1977. Okay. Next page, Project MKUltra. The CIA's Program of Research in Behavioral Modification. Remember, this is how Q started his post with a link to this. Joint hearing before the Select Committee on Intelligence and the Subcommittee on Health and Scientific Research of the Committee on Human Resources, United States Senate, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. This is who was there. Daniel Inouye, Hawaii, Chairman. Barry Goldwater, Arizona, Vice Chairman. On the uh, on the left, on the Democrat side, Birch Bayh of Indiana, Adlai Stevenson of Illinois, William Hathaway of Maine, Walter Huddleston of Kentucky, Joseph Biden Jr. of Delaware, Robert Morgan of North Carolina, Gary Hart of Colorado, Daniel Patrick Moynihan of New York. On the right, on the Dem- Republican side, we have Clifford Case, New Jersey, Jake Garn, Utah, Charles M.C.C. M- Mathias, Jr., Maryland, James Pearson, Kansas, John Chafee, Rhode Island, Richard Luger, Indiana, Malcolm Wallop of Wyoming, and ex officio members Robert Byrd of West Virginia, Howard Baker, Jr. of Tennessee, okay, Then we have the Committee on Human Resources. This was a big room, okay, (laughs) because you got all these people in it. Harrison Williams of New Jersey is the chairman. Jennings Randolph, Claiborne Pell, Edward M. Kennedy, Gaylord Nelson, Thomas Eagleton, Alan Cranston, William Hathaway, Donald Regal Jr. Those are on the left. On the right, I mean, yeah, yeah, on the left. On the right, Jacob Javits of New York, Richard Schweiker of Pennsylvania, Robert Stafford, Vermont, Orrin Hatch, Utah, John Chaffee, Rhode Island, uh, S.I. Hayawaka, Hayakawa, I'm sorry, Hayakawa, California. Okay, you got all those people, right? Right? And then you got the subcommittee on health and scientific research, chaired by Edward M. Kennedy, Claiborne Powell, Gaylord Nelson, William Hathaway, Harrison Williams, Richard Schweiker, Jacob Javits, John Chaffee. So we got some heavy hitters. We got some real leather-bound bulls who are sitting in on this hearing. Want to know what the contents are? I'm just going to read you the index page, and then I'm going to leave it there, okay? Because, I mean, this goes on and on. 
First, we have the statements. The statements of Admiral Stansfield Turner, Director, Central Intelligence Agency, accompanied by Frank Lobinger, Office of Technical Services, Central Intelligence Agency, Al Brody, Office of Inspector General, Central Intelligence Agency, Ernest Mayerfield, Office of General Counsel, Central Intelligence Agency, and George Carey, Legislative Counsel, Central Intelligence Agency. Philip Goldman, former employee, Central Intelligence Agency, and John Gittinger, former employee of said same agency. Appendix, testing and use of chemical and biological agents by the intelligence community. Appendix B, documents referring to discovery of additional MKUltra material. Appendix C, documents referring to sub-projects. Materials submitted for the record include the following. Psychological assessments, truth drugs in interrogation, construction of Gorman Annex, sub-project 54, drug testing in foreign countries, MK search, often Chickwit, O-F-T-E-N slash Chickwit, employees terminated because of their participation in MK Ultra sub-project 3, and QK Hilltop definition. This began on August 3rd, 1977. I guarantee you, I have not read the whole thing, but this is jaw, jaw-dropping, jaw-dropping. The testing that they did on people is inhumane, inhumane. Three months, putting them in an induced coma, using drugs that are just designed to screw with your brain. Screw with your brain. Perhaps most disturbing of all was the fact that the extent of experimentation on human subjects was unknown. The records of all these activities were destroyed. This is from the testimony. Were destroyed in January 1973 at the instruction of then CIA Director Richard Helms. In spite of persistent inquiries by both the Health Subcommittee and the Intelligence Committee, no additional records or information were forthcoming, and no one, not single, no single individual could be found who remembered the details. Not the director of the CIA, who ordered the documents destroyed, not the official responsible for the program, nor any of his associates. This, this, will, this will pop your eyeballs. This will pop your eyeballs. When you read what they did, what the CIA was involved in, and again, this was Operation Paperclip. They paperclipped these Nazis into the United States following World War II. These Nazis were experts in rocket making, in, in medical experimentation, in science, in biology, in screwing with your mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you definitely want to read this. This is, this is, or maybe you don't. Maybe you don't want to know the truth. Maybe it's like, okay, no, no, no. I'd rather go to the movies and watch a horror movie. I'll pay eight bucks, nine bucks to go to the movies and sit in one of those crappy seats and eat their crappy popcorn and get the shit scared out of me because it's a horror movie. It's a real thriller. This is reality. This is reality. Scary, scary stuff. I'm going to go ahead and drop the link into the chat room. At least those of you who are in chat will have it. There you go. Happy reading. Happy reading. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. So let me let me jump back now. Let's see. Did I do that? I did that. Okay. Project MK. Okay. Next post from Q. He's responding to a, 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 a note from Anon, Anonymous, one of the Anons. Uh, Lincoln Park, Calgary Military Base. Wikipedia.org, wiki slash CIA activities in Canada. This is from a link on Wikipedia. Project MKUltra. The CIA convinced the Allen Memorial Institute to allow a series of mind control tests on nine patients in the Montreal School as part of their ongoing Project MKUltra. The experiments were exported to Canada when the CIA recruited Scottish psychiatrist Donald Ewan Cameron, creator of the psychic driving concept, which the CIA found particularly interesting. Cameron had been hoping to correct schizophrenia by erasing existing memories and reprogramming the psyche. He commuted from Albany, New York to Montreal every week and was paid $69,000 from 1957 to 1964 to carry out MKUltra experiments there. In addition to LSD, Cameron also experimented with various paralytic drugs as well as electroconvulsive therapy at 30 to 40 times the normal power. His, quote, driving experiments consisted of putting subjects into drug-induced coma for weeks at a time, up to three months in one case, while playing tape loops of noise or simple repetitive statements. His experiments were typically carried out on patients who had entered the institute for minor problems, such as anxiety disorders and postpartum depression, many of whom suffered permanently from his actions. His treatments resulted in victims' incontinence, amnesia, forgetting how to talk, forgetting their parents, and thinking their interrogators were their parents. When lawsuits commenced in 1986, the Canadian government denied having any knowledge that Cameron was being sponsored by the CIA. Don't know nothing. Didn't do it. And then there's a link to a CBC, uh, 40 years of the Fifth Estate, MKUltra. And another link, Canadian government gag order, MKUltra. And another link, New York Times, Canada will pay 50s test victims. And another link, um, Coat, C-O-A-T, dot N-C-F, uh, magazine links, okay? And then fin- another final link, McGillDaily.com, MK Ultraviolence, to which Q then responds. Now listen closely. Have any recent shooters received therapy in the past? Be the autists we know you are. You were chosen for a specific reason. Do your research. These shooters troll of something or someone. Have any recent shooters received therapy in the past? Be the autists we know you are. You were chosen for a specific reason. Yike Arama. Next one. <clears throat> Q writes, 
Have any recent shooters, uh, repeating, received therapy in the past? He's repeating himself. Be the artists we know you are. You were chosen for a specific reason. Then he comes back in and says, discoveries must be originally, or, or, orig, or original, organically. Hive mind. In other words, dig deep enough to find the original citations. Like this Senate committee hearing, which was recently unclassified. Discover, I, that's how I'm taking this. Discoveries must be original organically. Don't go looking on other websites to find something somebody else wrote. Get the original documentation. Be of hive mind with this. Find it. Okay, the next one. Anonymous writes, just throwing out a little more info, don't even know if it has relevance, cell phones were originally analog. The switch over to digital was very gradual. Digital signals allow for much greater distance to be covered on much less power, thus miniaturization of phones because of the nature of square or digital waves much more effective at filtering noise and interference. Now, this inherently means that the phones of today are going to be square wave signals and very low power. If that alone were enough, Q would not exist. They would simply shut him and them or us down. So they may act as a trigger, but are not enough by themselves to completely program a human. And Parkland referring to the Parkland, uh, uh, Florida, shooting yesterday. And Parkland would suggest that you really need somebody who is largely predisposed toward moving in the desired direction to begin with. You can't just flip a switch and a born pacifist suddenly becomes Rambo. To me, Johnny. Well, wait until you hear this. Q responds. What? Three scientists were killed who were researching the SAT satellite relay of mobile phone signals to end users. Why was the research deemed classified? Learn. Satellites are being used to communicate with nanosatellites. I mean, George Webb has been all over this. I went back. I, I did a word search because he talked about this, this Molly McCauley who worked for NASA, and she was very involved in, and this is technical, like beyond me, but satellites that are communicating through broadband, all right? You can, according to what George says, you can take a sliver of the broadband and use it for your own purposes if you know what. That's how the rat lines globally are communicating with one another. And she was providing that information to, um, oh, I'm going to forget the name of it now. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I have it. I think I have it because I, I sent it off to uh, Dr. Corsi. I wanted him to know about it. Hang on. I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up for you. Uh, let's see. Okay. Molly McCauley was a NASA satellite expert believed to have been murdered because of her involvement selling technology info, info to SupraCore. George Webb reported on it last June. Quote, we have a money motive with Molly McCauley. It is possible if 
a com- an outfit called Resources for the Future, was a front organization to sell satellite technology to Pakistan. And we have six Pakistani nationals in the Congress doing that. Hina Alvi, Imran Awan's wife, worked for Supercore. We know that Imran liked to run things through his wife. And Supercore did all the satellite technology for OPEC. There's a whole bunch of stuff that George Webb has covered for months about the satellite technology and how they are using it. Oh, my God. And that's why this Zuma satellite that went up on a Falcon 9 SpaceX, Elon Musk, people are wondering, okay, what's that about? What's the, what three scientists were killed who were researching the SAT relay of mobile phone signals to end users? End users, that's you and that's me. We're end users. Eh? Why was the research deemed classified? Learn. Next one. Anonymous writes, are all of the Anons safe? Are we, are we safe? Q says yes. Target subjects are predisposable to certain mental illnesses. Ah, they're predisposed to certain mental illnesses, the targets that they're going to use in these shootings. They already know they're predisposed to certain mental illnesses. They had the goods on this kid. FBI told twice about it. We didn't know. Well, we couldn't find him. The hell This is telling me that that can't possibly be true. Then he goes on to say, target subjects are scouted over a period of time to study and arrange, quote, therapy. Therapy takes X to break the mind into a functional programmable device. Science fiction, question mark? Q. Are you getting that? Are you getting that? This is what they do. They frig with your mind. If they know that you were already predisposed, you're already messed up, your brains are scrambled like this kid's were. He was autistic. He was depressed. I mean, they knew this kid was in a world of hurt. And the last straw was his mother dying of pneumonia. Gee whiz, I wonder if she really died of pneumonia. Do you know what I mean? How convenient. Pick him out of a crowd. Oh, maybe they have a list of all of these these uh, what predisposed target subjects. And whenever the opportunity arises, boom, there we go. It's nothing for them to sacrifice lives to get to where they want to be. Nothing. Next one. Anonymous writes, MK Ultra was a success and went into implementation. It is just no longer called MK Ultra. That was the development program name to which Q then says, tying it in with Big Pharma. Why is Big Pharma essential? Expand your thinking past cures. Think Google, new Pixel phone. Think Apple versus Samsung. Why was BlackBerry destroyed? We can guide, but you must organically uncover the truth. They are watching. Archive everything offline. Whatever you find, archive it offline before they erase it. 
Why is big pharma essential? Because it's the drugs. They can't get these 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 fakakta minds to do what they want without the drugs. Next. Q repeats himself twice. He repeats what I just said to you. Why is big pharma essential? Expand your thinking past cures. Think Google, new Pixel phone. Think Apple versus Samsung. Why was BlackBerry destroyed? We can guide you, but you must organically uncover the truth. They are watching. Archive everything offline. Then he writes, why is everything, quote, really made in China? Cost savings? Why is POTUS focused on Saudi Arabia, China, Russia? Why? With a whole string of question marks. Why? Why is Russia being used against POTUS? Why Russia? What damage can Russia do to Dems? What damage can China do to Dems? Iran? NK? North Korea. Why does Hussein travel before and after POTUS regarding foreign trips? Use logic. Why is POTUS focused on bringing back manufacturing, jobs, security, control, true control? Who can you trust? The world is not how you view it. Plan. We are winning. Arrests will come. Logic should answer why it must follow other unfolding events. Learn and spread. Spread the word. Build proofs. Make sure you have the origination documentation. Build your proof. We've provided many proofs that cannot be disputed as coincidences. This was done for a reason. More will be provided. Direct confirmation will come. It cannot come now. It will be lost. The message is not ready. You are part of the army. We are depending on you for God and country. Where we go one, we go all. Stay safe this week. Q. And then this next one, which is actually the last one so far. Pete's what he he said, you know, about why is everything why is everything really made in China, and then he ends it with this. And this is this is beautiful. I mean, this is like okay, you want to start digging, folks? Here's a good one for you. Consumer Protection Agency, Senator Warren. Corruption slash infiltration slash slush fund. Hashtag. Goodbye. Hashtag Q. Senator Elizabeth Warren, Consumer Protection Agency, Corruption, Infiltration, Slush Fund. Look it up. Isn't this amazing? Is it not? Does this not blow your mind? Beverly in Kentucky says, people, I'm not smart enough to absorb this, much less stop it. Trust me, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. When I first when I first discovered this, it was like, whoa. But you know what? 
you know, uh, today Dr. Jerry Corsi was talking with the group over there on the on the live stream, and uh, he was saying how, you know, people were saying, well, you know, you know, what, it, what does he mean by autists? I mean, we're we're I'm not an autist, and Jerry Corsi says, yeah, you are. <laughs> You really are because you're here every day. This stream is going 24-7. People are talking. People are bringing forward the stuff that they've discovered. I mean, it's it's happening. It is it is a, a, a labor mill in there. And when Corsi joins, man, those numbers skyrocket. Six, 7,000 people listening at a time. And it, it, forget getting your question in. I mean, just forget it. They've slowed down that chat to 70 seconds so that if you if you post a, a comment in the chat you're, you're going to have to wait another 70 seconds before you can post again and even at that the comments are flying by you can't even read them i mean it's just ridiculous it's just ridiculous so i ended up tweet uh, texting him. <laughs> i did i was so frustrated I was like wow i got something to tell you and i can't get in i can't get in so i texted him about this molly mccauley being the satellite expert and then they were also talking about um, uh, this uh, Perry. Oh, gosh, what's his name now? I can't think of his name now. I, I, I had it right on the tip of my tongue. Well, actually, John Perry Barlow. John Perry Barlow. He was one of the founders of the Electronic Frontier Foundation and the Freedom of the Press Foundation, and he died. He died this, this month. Well, there's some suspicion about, oh, really? Really? Died in his sleep, 70 years old. Mm, that's kind of interesting. Um he was involved in, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the book, and, and uh, Kenny, if, you, if you're listening, I still haven't gotten the book yet, but I am, I am like so wanting to have it. I wish I had it in front of me. There's a book called Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon, Laurel Canyon, Covert Ops and the Dark Heart of the Hippie Dream. It's by David McGowan. Some of you may have heard of it. It's about Laurel Canyon, Hollywood, Laurel Canyon, in the 1960s and the early 70s, where it was a magical place where a dizzying array of musical artists congregated to create much of the music that provided the soundtrack to those turbulent times. But there was a dark side to that as well. Many didn't make it out alive. And the reason is they were, the CIA had infiltrated and they made it cool to take LSD, psilocybin, all these new chemical drugs that came out of MKUltra. Timothy Leary, you know, the guru, the LSD guru. Maybe you're not old enough to remember. Look him up. Timothy, Timothy Leary. Tune in, turn on, and drop out. That was his saying. Everybody thought it was so cool. All the hippies on Haight-Ashbury Street, you know, all the hippies at Woodstock. Oh, yeah, that whole scene was drug-induced. Jim Morrison of the Doors, he came from a military family. I think his father was an admiral, Navy, experimenting with him. And don't you love her madly? And don't you want her badly? (laughs) The Doors. Yeah, that's part of my patchwork of my life so anyway i sent it off to uh corsi as a text i said i I, there's no way i'm going to get this in there i mean it's too first of all you're limited to 200 characters and then you got to wait 70 seconds like no i'm not doing this because i'm like i'm like tearing my hair out no no i'm not going to do it the other thing that mcgowan wrote too was a book called programmed to kill the politics of serial murder 
And this is about Manson and that that whole scene, which was part of the hippie scene, part of that whole hate Ashbury, Laurel Canyon uh, deal, the musicians and everything. (sighs) You know, you hear about these things and and then and they they seem to be so uh, nebulous and disconnected, just like things, just like little 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 dust balls floating around in the sunlight, you know, just they're not connected at all. And then you start digging and you find out, oh my God, this is all connected. And it's not only all connected now, it's been going on for decades. Since World War Two. Really, since World War Two. OSS that turned into the CIA and created a monster. An absolute monster. So let's see what you folks are saying here. Okay, Flycatch has got a few um, a few links in here in the chat room. Filmaboutit.com, movies, topic, brainwashing, and mind control 390. He said, you need to read this. Uh, another one, NewYorkSun.com, Elizabeth Warren praising communist China. <laughs> Good work. See, Flycatch, you've got some autism in you. Uh, and another one, Elizabeth Warren wants us to be more like communist China video. Oh, it's a video with Joe Miller. Yeah, yeah. I had found something uh, about her. Let me see if I've uh, if I saved it here. I may have. Uh, let's see. No, that's not it. No, 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 that's not it. Hang on. I'm scrolling, scrolling. Oh, when he mentioned the dead scientists, the three dead scientists, I'm going to send you this link too. This is from a uh, publication. Uh, golly, the unredacted.com, the Marconi murders. Was there a plot to murder Marconi scientists in the 1980s? This will this will flip your wig too. This is boy, this is your homework for the weekend, folks. <laughs> okay, let's see the CDC. Oh, here's another one. CDC caught lying about big pharma bribery and collusion this was published in 2015 june 10th 2015 at a website called nature news and i'm going to give you that link too there you go i'm feeding you crumbs uh let's see elizabeth warren here it is here's the one that i've got this was at the national review and i'm looking at the time and i don't have much time left so let me just give you this link and uh, the title of it is Elizabeth Warren's Secrets and Lies, written by Ronald Rubin on February 10th, a year ago, 2017. Okay, but she's, her hands are dirty. Flycatch says, Andrea, you make politics so enjoyable to comprehend. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, you gotta, I have to laugh because otherwise I'm just like, oh my God, grinding my teeth down to stumps, you know? <laughs> so, uh, Anyway, all right. Well, listen, I think that's going to do it for me for now. Um, I'm going to uh, wrap it up. I think I've given you everything I had. Let me make sure. Heavy D, heavy D. Okay, yeah. Go to my go to my Facebook page. I, I don't know if you're on Facebook. If you are, go to my Facebook page, Andrea Shea-King. You'll find me there. And I've got a ton of stuff on there, a lot of stuff. What I'm doing is I'm trying to distill what I'm hearing uh, from the 24-7 live stream and also from going over to 8chan. Yes, I know I have to hold my nose sometimes, maybe cover my eyes. Some of the stuff over there is pretty raunchy, but I'm a big girl. I can handle it. Um, And uh, read what some of the autists are saying over there, too. I mean, they're coming up with stuff also on Reddit. You can go to Reddit. But if you go to... um, 
Well, let me see here. Let me see. Let me see. Just go to my Facebook page. I've got all the links there. Just scroll down. You'll run into them. Okay? All right. And if you and if there's one in particular that you want that you can't find, just email me, radiopatriot at gmail.com. Okay? MDEL747, they must know me. Anyone else thinks BTR sucks? Oh, yes. You just got an MDEL? Oh, my God. You'll have to listen to the replay. Oh, and that reminds me, if you're on a Mac and you have iTunes, you can download my podcasts and listen to them. I think I mentioned that at the front end of the show. I think that's the easiest thing to do, at least until I get to do the uh, YouTube thing. My friend called me yesterday and said he's he's had some success. He, he sent me a live stream of himself. It's about two minutes long. He's staring into his computer. It's funny. It really is. But uh, but he's getting the hang of it. And so that's good because then he'll give me the hang of it. And between the two of us, we'll figure it out. All right. I think that's it. I, I think I'm I'm all done. <laughs> I'm all talked out. So everybody, listen, thank you so much for being with me tonight. I really appreciate it. I always, always love your company. And I'm certainly glad you like mine too. So let's see. What, what do we want to listen to on our way out the door tonight? I don't know. What, uh, I don't. Everybody wants to rule the world. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. Happy trails to you. Happy trails. Yeah, we haven't heard that for a long. Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. Do 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 do. All right, everybody. God bless you all. God bless our wonderful country. God bless our wonderful president. Say a prayer for him. Say a prayer for our country. Yeah. For all of us, we need prayer. We need to we need to get just just wrap ourselves in God's arms, for sure. Okay, all right, everyone, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. God bless you all. Good night, everyone. Here we go. Happy trail.
Until we meet again Happy trails